South Korea's Artificial Sun Research, or the K-STAR project, set another world record maintaining 100 million degrees Celsius for more than 20 seconds. Uh, This project is said to be an important turning point in the production of the ever-elusive fusion energy that the entire world is racing towards. So to find out more about the implications of the K-STAR project and the recent achievements, we're pleased to be joined by nuclear engineering professor Na Yong-soo, who led the research from Seoul National University. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Good morning, Professor. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, uh, Congratulations on your success. Could you uh, briefly explain to us lay people uh, what the K-STAR project is and the recent world record that it set? Okay. So thank you. So let me start with introducing the K-STAR project. So K-STAR means Korea Superconducting Tokamak Advanced Research. It is a nuclear fusion device which is to make and confine an artificial sun inside to have the nuclear fusion reaction. The nuclear fusion is the um, origin of star energy or sun energy. If two light nucleus meet together at very high temperature, they can be combined to form another atomic nuclei. So, for example, two hydrogens, as you know, the hydrogen is the lightest element in the universe, mm. The two hydrogens can form helium by the nuclear fusion reaction. And as you know, helium is the second lightest element. Mm -hmm. So this is the process happening in the sun even at this moment. But we need special devices to confine this hot artificial sun on Earth. And KSTAR uses magnetic field to confine these hot sun particles. And we call these fusion devices using magnetic field, such as K-star, as tokamak. And I think, as you heard recently, and as you mentioned, the K-star device achieved 100 million degree and sustained this high temperature for about 20 seconds. And 100 million degree is really, as you know, high temperature. Mm-hmm. It is even about 10 times hotter than the core of the sun. Mm-hmm. This temperature high enough to have a lot of fusion reactions to occur. And I would like to stress that no fusion device in the world could sustain this high temperature more than 10 seconds so far. Mm. But KSTAR made it. So KSTAR overcame many difficult problems to increase the temperature up to 100 million degrees and sustain it more than 10 seconds since KSTAR achieved 100 million degree first time in 2018. So at the time, 2018, 100 million degree could be sustained only for 1.5 seconds, but as you know, now extended to 20 seconds. So uh, certainly very impressive. There are other countries uh, like China and the U.S. that are conducting their own research on uh, the artificial sun uh, because K-STAR has a world record that implies that as far as high temperatures for sustained periods, K-STAR is um, the most successful so far. Could you tell us uh, about how K-STAR differs from those other projects around the world? Yes, many other countries are actually operating tokamak fusion devices to produce the artificial sun. So, for example, European Union has the world's largest tokamak called as JET, Joint European Taurus. It is located in the United Kingdom. And the United States has 
a very large laser-induced fusion device called as NIF, National Ignition Facility, and also tokamak devices such as D3D at General Atomics in California mm-hmm. and NSTX upgrade device at Princeton University in New Jersey. And as you mentioned, China also has a good tokamak device called as EAST. EAST means Experimental Advanced Superconducting Tokamak. So comparing with these devices, K-STAR is also a tokamak, but there is a big difference. K-STAR is equipped with the superconducting magnets to produce the magnetic field. And I'd like to mention that the stronger the magnetic field, the more you can confine the sun particles. Mm. So if you use superconducting magnets, you can increase the magnetic field and sustain this magnetic field for longer time compared with normal copper coil magnets. And one can find these superconducting magnets in the hospital as well. I think you heard about the MRI device, Mm -hmm. magnetic resonance imaging. MRI is, you know, used to generate images of the organs in the body. So anyway, K-STAR uses these superconducting magnets. This is the big difference between Mm. K-STAR and other main devices in Europe and the United States. The EAST device, the Chinese one, as you mentioned, is also a superconducting tokamak. But I would say that K-STAR is more advanced in terms of the superconducting magnets and the performance of the artificial sun. Now, we've been often saying, and it's been reported in the media, that developing the successful development of the artificial sun uh, is going to eventually help solve the energy problems on Earth. So we want to kind of get your expertise and help us understand how this is true. How does this help solve the energy problem? And what would be the uh, expected beneficial effects once it's fully developed? Mm -hmm. Yes, that's a good question. So the development of the artificial sun can solve many energy problems on Earth. We regard nuclear fusion energy as an ultimate energy source. So the fusion reaction in the artificial sun uses hydrogen as fuel. Mm. So we can find the hydrogen, you know, in H2O. H2O is water, so fusion can use seawater to produce electricity. In other words, it is almost a limitless energy source. And it does not produce carbon dioxide. So... um or find dust problem during the process. So it is a clean energy source. Although um, it produces a little amount of nuclear waste, it can be recycled within 100 years at least. So after improvement of the technology, we believe that the nuclear waste can be significantly reduced. So I can say that fusion is a kind of ultimate energy source and a good solution to the global warming in terms of carbon dioxide and also find dust problems on Earth. Yeah, and we've been talking about and uh, anticipating nuclear fusion uh, to be somewhat of a reality and hopefully within our lifetimes. Uh, the K-STAR project has made significant improvements in, in the recent decade and certainly highlighted by the world records being set. 
But uh, to implement the actual energy policies in a tangible way, we certainly have a long ways to go. In your view, just as a, a scientist and somebody looking at policy as well, is there any um, – what, what do you think you can uh, feel the government or everybody around can improve from the current development phase? And what are your plans and goals uh, in terms of this future endeavor? Yes, um, let me start with some research from Japan. So Japan made research about future energy mix by considering the carbon dioxide reduction. And based on this research, the first commercial fusion reactor will appear around 2050. So then nuclear fusion will take over about 30% of total electricity generation approaching 2100. Mm-hmm. So one, around one, 2100, we expect that the fusion technology will be much more advanced um, so that um, um, nuclear fusion will be the real clean energy source. So indeed, K-STAR project has made a significant improvement in last decade. So it has produced high temperature, high performance, artificial sun, and developed the technologies to remove some instabilities inside the artificial sun. So based on this achievement, K-STAR will push forward to sustain the high temperature of 100 million degree for longer than, um, so up to 300 seconds in the near future. But um, KSTA is a research device, not mm-hmm. a device to produce electricity from fusion energy. To produce fusion power, we need a larger device. So now we are constructing a world largest fusion reactor, so-called ITER, in Kanarashi, southern part of France. Mm-hmm. And seven parties are involved in this large ITER project. First, European Union, including 28 countries, is it now 27 because mm-hmm. of Brexit? Mm-hmm. But anyway, European Union and the United States, Japan, Russia, China, India, and Korea. So these seven countries are participating in the project. We foresee the operation of ITER to start in 2025, about five years from now, the main goal of ITER is to demonstrate the scientific and technological feasibility of fusion power. It aims at producing fusion power over 500 megawatts for longer than 400 seconds. So after success of this ITER project, we believe that we can commercialize the fusion energy around 2040s to 2050s, as, as, as I mentioned uh, the Japanese research. Right. So in parallel to ITER, we also have to develop advanced materials which can endure high temperature of the artificial sun for a long time. So this is our plan to develop fusion energy after K-STAR. Right. So um, certainly uh, a bit more to go, but uh, we've seen some promising developments, especially with this uh, world record set by uh, K-STAR. Professor Na, thank you very much for joining us. Once again, congratulations on your success and best of luck to you going forward. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me today. Thank you.